Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Leading from Alignment uh, with our Converge coach here, John Opaluski. We are so glad that you've joined us today. And, and remember, if you enjoy this ministry, make sure to hit that like button, share it with a friend. Uh, this is a, a free resource that we're just we're just trying to help people and, and create a dynamic where you can lead uh, just better, longer, and, and enjoy it more. So uh, we're here today with John Opaluski. John, how are you? Jim, I'm doing great. It's good to see you. <laughs> good. Good. Nice drive out to sunny Fenton, Michigan today. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. Good. Can you believe we're doing episode number 25? Oh, we're a quarter of a century, man. <laughs> making progress. Going by. I'm excited about this one and actually this one and the next three after it because even though there's four episodes, they really are one one longer. It's really going to surmount about an hour of teaching on, on one overall goal. What's that overall goal we're going for? Uh, just to get emotionally healthy, you know, Jim, uh, to, to build a framework in our life that will sustain us for the long haul, uh, that will keep us steady uh, yeah. when uh, you know life is unsteady. So really that's what we're going to be uh, working on over the next four podcasts. Now, your experience with pastors and business people, do you think which one struggles more with sanity, uh, you know, with just stability and getting the right rhythms and stuff? Well, I think pastors uh, struggle a bit more yeah. uh, with that than a business leader would. But but realistically, business leaders, it's 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 uncanny actually. They uh, they struggle too. Um, yeah. It they, the percentage of them that struggle with emotional issues isn't quite as high as it is for a pastor, but it's not insignificant. Right. I think maybe for the same reason, too, right? They, they have to be on. Yep. They, they have to make decisions. They have to be the leader. They have to be respectable, if you will, in the eyes of others. And so they, they can't have an off day very often. Yep. They, they can't be weak. They can't be wrong. They have to lead. And that can lead to a lot of breakdowns. Sure. Yeah. Now, I, I know you've done some research about the current state of, of pastors and leaders and so forth. What, what are the numbers telling us from the Barner research? Uh, that uh, 37% of uh, lead, lead pastors in the United States ha- are at medium to high risk of burnout. Man. Um, 66% of them have no deep friendships, Wow, which is pretty scary. And uh, 40% report they're not energized by ministry work. So they, they, they're not energized by what they do. They don't yeah. get out of bed in the morning thinking, man, I can't wait to do this today. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my dad used to say there's two ways to wake up. One is saying, good morning, Lord, and the other one is, good Lord, it's morning. Yep. Yeah, I can't imagine. I, you know, if that's the way you feel about being a carpenter, you can still nail a board together. That's what you feel when you're a pastor, man. That People are, are the boards that we're nailing together. Like, we're you got to love it. Yep. Uh, and you have to position yourself so that you can love it in the long term, right? Yes. Yeah, so... So today, I think you're going to give us, uh, you know, some some counteractive measures to this really unacceptable numbers. I, you know, to have no the two out of three pastors don't have a close friendship. That's yeah. that is a disaster waiting to happen. Right. It, 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 it's unacceptable. That's a great word. Yeah. It's not just alarming. It's unacceptable. Yeah. So give it. Give us the solutions. Now that we've kind of framed the problem a little bit, what do we do uh, if if we're one of those two out of three, or we're one of those people not energized or we're the ones that are at medium to high risk for burnout. We're realizing that correct our course. What, what are some of the things we need to be aware of? Well, I think where it starts, Jim, is just with a, a mental shift or a thought, a thought shift on our, on, on our parts, you know, practicing healthy emotional habits really sets you up 
for long-term success. Right. Because uh, some some pastors think, why should I bother with this? You know, why why should I? I read the Bible, I pray, I preach, I, I help people. Why should I think about this whole mm. area of emotional health and give it any time? Right. One of the big reasons is because it will help you do what God's called you to do yeah. for a longer time. So yeah. I think that's one of the mental shifts yeah. that's very important. And then a the second one is is that God hasn't called us to a sprint. He's called us to a marathon. Right. And uh, before uh, we started uh, recording this today, we were talking with our engineer about a, a marathon that he ran, and it just uh, reinforced the fact that I never want to do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I heard Dave Ramsey say the other day he ran two marathons in one day, his first and his last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my hope is I never run one. Um, and, and so... We laid this foundation, Jim, this, this marathon thought process yeah. really starts with uh, the most important command in Scripture. Mm-hmm. And it's not my opinion that it's the most important right. command. is Jesus. Yeah. In Matthew twenty two thirty six, 36, uh, he was asked, Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Yeah. And, and he, did, he didn't hesitate. He didn't have to think about this. It just came right out. He said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and with all your mind. Yeah. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second yeah. is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself okay. or in the same manner yeah. as you love yourself. And so, and so I think that whole idea of this three-part way you live, yeah. you love God, you love people, yeah. but you also love yourself. Right, that's coming out of a person. Loving God and loving people is coming out of you. Correct. Yeah. So if you're not healthy, you can't love God in a healthy way. You can't love people in a healthy way. Yeah. I, I think I think our ability to love people especially yeah. is directly related to the degree we love ourselves. Absolutely. And Absolutely. if we do a good job of that, of loving ourselves properly, then we're much more able to do that. And think about the impact of that, Jim, in the ministry. Yeah. I mean, how that would change and help us do what we do. Yeah. For a living, yeah. You know, you talk about not loving yourself. If you're insecure, maybe another way to say that would be: I just look in the mirror and I don't like the person that's looking back at me for whatever reason. Right. That now prohibits you from being in a loving, trusting relationship with anybody of equal or greater value, mm. uh, equal or greater quality, equal or greater ability. They're all all of a sudden now the reminder of your failure. Yeah. It's easy to judge them. It's easy to be you know, critical of them. You you literally have cut yourself off from humanity. That God commands you to love because they're not like you. Yeah, you know they're better yeah. than you. They're That's worse really than good. you. They're you're. It, it's really sick and sad, isn't it? To, mm-hmm. to think that that Jesus loves these people, but I don't because they're they make me feel less secure than I did before. I knew. Yeah, <laughs> what a mess. It really know? is. Yeah, and then fill up a church with people that are of, of equal or lesser value, if you will. I mean, and I'm using the wrong words, but I only need people that are broken around me so I can feel whole. Yeah. Well, that's that's a recipe for disaster too. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. So you almost talk about a third commandment there, don't you? you know, yeah. Love God, number one. Love people, number two. But but there's a third. It, it, I mean, Jesus says there's two, but but the second one has two parts. And that's one right. Part of that is loving yourself. Tell us more about that. So I, I want to just talk about some practical ways we can do that, Jim, because it sounds love yourself uh, to some people might sound selfish. Yeah, it can be. Uh, yeah. Or self-centered or yeah. self-absorbed. And so the question is, you know, how do we how do we do that without becoming narcissistic? Right. Um, so let me give you one idea around that. One is uh, healthy self-talk. And 
Self-talk is really simple. It's how I talk to myself about myself. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think all of us have this running conversation that's going on, right, in our in our mind about yeah. ourselves all the time. Yeah. Nobody talks to you about you more than you do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and what's going on in those words, the way uh, if they're kind words or they're unkind words, mm-hmm. if they're uh, encouraging words or or uh, self-criticizing uh, yeah. words, they have a tremendous impact on our emotional health. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually tried that out the other day. Okay. I was, I was carrying 30 sheets of drywall in a confined space down a stairwell. Mm. And and just, you know, the first few are challenging because you know what you're doing. The, the last few are challenging because you're exhausted. But every sheet, when I picked it up, I said, okay, good job. And I'll spin it around. Hey, nicely done. I got to the stairwell. Okay, be careful. Hey, that was even better than the last time. Way to go. And what was funny, it didn't physiologically change the, the muscle exertion, all that stuff. But my attitude about yeah. carrying 30 sheets of drywall, I, when I was done, I celebrated the achievement with every sheet. I celebrate with every step sometimes, every lift, every twist. And I, I, I practiced that. You actually talked about that in another episode recently. And I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to practice that on something I don't really enjoy. Yeah. And it made something I don't really enjoy very enjoyable. Yeah, that's Interesting. Th- By encouraging myself in the Lord. Right. And, and so I think that as, as Christians and as leaders, that we're in tune with the way our words would impact other people. I'm not sure, Jim, we're as in tune with the way our words impact ourselves. Yeah. And, and God cares about the way we talk to ourselves just as much yeah. as he cares about the way we talk to others. Yeah. He doesn't see any difference in that. I think we do, yeah. but I don't believe he does at all. Right. I think of the psalmist saying, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart right. be acceptable in your sight. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I, I I just put that to practice. So we're listening to this. We're going to turn this off in a few minutes and be done, go about our day. What, what would be some practical ways to begin to implement this, do you think? How do you do it? Mm. Well, that that's really uh, so. Let me give you a, maybe a, a, a negative uh, part of that. Yeah. So if um, let's say we don't like the quality of the podcast today when yeah. we're done. Yeah. Um, so negative self talk would be I'm a loser. Yeah. You know, well, I, or, don't very well. I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, my life's over. Uh, <laughs> why can't I do anything right? You know, that's the negative side of it, yeah. right? The the kind side of that is, hey, everybody has a bad day. Yeah. Right. You know, just because it wasn't perfect doesn't mean God can't use it. Right. The fact that I didn't have a good podcast has nothing to do with my value as a person. Right. Yeah, and and you begin to tell yourself the truth about yeah. things like that. So it's it's that kind of thing. You know, it's like yeah. so when you're drawn to be self-critical, healthy self-talk takes the other tack and and doesn't go down that path. Right. Counteracts but, it. But says what's true from God's perspective. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, right. About yourself. Whatsoever things are true. Right. Yeah. You got it. Love it. Good. Give us another one. Healthy self-talk is, is, is a great start. What else? Here's the second one that really helps us to love ourselves, and that's understanding the difference between self-care and self-centeredness. Mm-hmm. I think I think Christians get this mixed up a lot. Um, Jesus in Matthew 22 was not promoting selfishness. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a story in Acts chapter 20 that I think kind of helps us helps us with this, Jim. Um, in Acts 20, the Apostle Paul was saying goodbye to his friends in Ephesus, and yeah. he said to them, I'll never see you again. Yeah. Yeah. This is the last time I'll see you. And I, you know, I try to tap into that emotion. Think about the people mm-hmm. I care about the most. Yeah. 
And if I had to have that conversation with him, I will never see you again. Yeah. Uh, the emotion of that, I'm sure, was very uh, deep and strong. And here's so- mm-hmm. something Paul said to his friends. Last thing, he, One of the last things he said to them was this, keep watch over yourselves. Yeah. And all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Right. So that, that phrase, keep watch, is a really cool word. It comes from one word in the Greek language, and it means to attend to, to pay attention to, mm. to devote thought and effort to. Wow. So think about that for a minute. Paul's yeah. saying, I want you to pay attention to yourself and yeah. the flock. Yeah. I want you to devote thought and effort to yourself yeah. and hmm. the flock. Right. That's, it, that's almost uh, untaught. In my experience, I think I think you're right. I, I, what, what has been taught is, you know, love God, love people, love to serve. That's actually the three mottos, if you will, of our of our church. Mm-hmm. But I, I think sometimes, it, to our own detriment, we can ignore that where those things come from, where we love God from, where we love people from, where we love to serve from, right. is our own soul, and yes. it's our own spirit, our own body. Even and the lack of care there can cause a breakdown uh, that, that is pretty obvious, and, yeah. and it's it's not all that un, uncommon, unfortunately. I like what Paul says in Philippians chapter 2. He, he says this, um, Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interest of others. I love his use of words there. Yeah. He, he, he didn't say each of you shouldn't look to your own interests. Mm-hmm. He says not only. Right. There's that selfishness preventer element, right? Well, right. So, yeah. it, it's, so loving yourself means you care about other people, but at the same time, you care for yourself. It's yeah. not an either or. It's it's right. both and. And I think we we tend to be uh, black and white thinkers sometimes, or we yeah. be like singular thinking. Yeah. And Paul's saying no. It's 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 both. Yeah. We should look to the interests of others, but we have to also look to our own interests. Yeah. It's to and so it's not if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's that it's like two two uh, tracks that we're going down at the same time. Yeah. So as our time is, is amazingly already kind of coming short here on us, give us give us the last one. What else do you have for us? Okay, so this one might be a little uh, a little harder to grab your, uh, your put your arms around for okay. just a moment, and then I'll explain it. Yeah. Uh, loving yourself means getting in touch with your soul. Yeah, the fact that you actually have <laughs> emotions. Yes, in a mind that needs care. Yeah, uh, Proverbs nineteen eight says, "He who gets wisdom loves his own soul," mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, we've talked on the pod before about my experience with depression. Boy, the need for that, Jim, yeah. came home to me uh, back in November of 1992. Depression, major depression, just blew my world up. Yeah. And one of the primary reasons it did is I did not know how to obey the third part of the greatest commandment. I didn't right. know how to actually be kind to myself. Right. Wasn't modeled for you. Wasn't nope. taught to you. Wasn't wasn't corrected when you nope. when you crossed that line. It was almost applauded. Right. That's you right. Yourself to death. That's what Christians do. Yep. That's what godliness looks like. What a mess. Yeah. So yeah. this, what we're talking about here, Jim, I think, is foundational. Yeah. To emotional health, but we don't get this one right. The next three pods that we're going to talk about aren't going to be as impactful to us. This right. is kind of like the foundation. This is the thing that we have to learn how to do. Uh, in order for us to get and stay healthy emotionally. Right on. Right on. Thanks, John. That's uh, I, I, This would be one I think everyone should not only listen to, they should listen to with their spouse. They yeah. should listen to with their staff. They should listen to with their workout partner, their 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 best friend. I think this is something that is it's so far from the norm that if we don't have accountability, 
If you don't mm-hmm. say, so how's your self-talk been today? No yeah. one's going to ask us that question unless we ask them to ask that question. That's so, right. So if you're listening today, we really encourage you to share this podcast. And it's not to, to grow our listenership. It's to grow the kingdom. If you're a leader and you find yourself on the wrong side of what we're talking about today, as, as I am continually, when we talk about this, every time I find another area that I've, I've, I've crossed that line with, we really encourage you guys to listen to this, heed these words, and enjoy it. Um, you said this is a, a four-part series, so give us just a, a quick 10-second taste of what we're going to be talking about next week. So uh, next week we're going to talk uh, about the subject, Tell Anger Where to Go. <laughs> You know, do you get to use cuss words? I'm just uh, no. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. This is a clean show. We're not going to do that. <laughs> um, but, you know, if, if you want to get healthy or maybe you are healthy and you want to stay that way, we have to learn how to process anger. It's one of the most human emotions yeah. that we have. And so we're going to talk about that right on in the next pod. Well, just a reminder as this podcast comes to a close that it's this thing is free, man. We hope you enjoy it. And the way we grow is uh, if you find value in it. So tell somebody about it. You can rate it, review it as well. And we look forward to uh, spending a, so another, another session of time here with you very soon. Thanks, John, for your time. God bless our listeners. And we'll talk again soon.